This is Good Hope FM News. Good afternoon. Western Cape Premier Helen Ziller has waded into the U.S. terror alert debate, saying American agencies have strong intelligence which cannot be ignored. The alert led to a war of words between international relations spokesperson Clayson Moniella and U.S. Ambassador to Pretoria Patrick Gaspard. Moniella tweeted that a similar advisory last September proved to be a false alarm. Ziller says, however, local security agents are probing the alert, which warns of possible terror attacks on shopping malls in Johannesburg and Cape Town during Ramadan. Zilla said after talks with American diplomats in Cape Town, any warning at this level should be taken seriously. SA Airwave CEO Musa Zvane says the airline should concentrate on business issues and not allow political issues to distract it. He was referring to the controversial Airbus deal, which reportedly indirectly led to Nklantla Nene being fired as finance minister. This after SAA Chair Dudim Nyeni tried to renegotiate on a leasing contract. The leasing deal went ahead after incoming Finance Minister Pravin Gordon backed Nene's plan. Zwana says it's important that the state airline break even. The first of the new aircraft is expected to be delivered in September. Islamic Party Al-Jama'a has launched its election manifesto in Cape Town. The launch comes ahead of the holy month of Ramadan this week. Party leader Ghanif Hendricks says 30 candidates will contest polls in Western Cape. He says candidates have increased from the five they had during the previous local government elections in 2011. The party currently has one councillor in the city of Cape Town and another one in Johannesburg. And finally, voters in a referendum in Switzerland seem to have rejected a proposal to introduce an unconditional basic income. Predictions reported by Swiss media, or rather Swiss media, suggest that more than 75% said no to the idea. The BBC's Imogen Fox reports. Supporters of basic income said it could combat poverty and still reduce government spending by eliminating the need for welfare benefits. They also argued that the way we live and work will have to change since many traditional jobs are now being done by machines. But they did not present a clear plan on how to pay for basic income and Swiss voters were not convinced. For Group FM News, I'm Sherlyn Barnes.